and welcome to episode six of the This Shared Ownership Thing podcast. We bring out a new episode every month with different guests to talk about all things shared ownership, sharing our amazing customer stories and debunking common misconceptions of shared ownership. For the benefit of any new listeners, shared ownership is when you buy a share of a home and you pay rent on the share that you don't yet own. If you're able to do so, you can go on to purchase more shares of the home. This is referred to as staircasing until, if able to, you can purchase the whole 100% of the home. With shared ownership, deposits can be as low as 5% of the share that you purchase, and this makes it a more affordable option for many people. I'm Cheryl, I'm a marketing officer at Asta Sales, and today I'm joined by Asta Home Ownership Manager, Hannah. Before we get started though, let's get to know Hannah a little bit better. This is a quick fire question round where you have to answer the first thing that comes into your head. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> Do you prefer cats or dogs? Definitely dogs. Um, and excuse me if you hear mine in the background. Her name's Piglet and she's a pug. Oh, Piglet. That's so <laughs> cute. <laughs> Do you prefer coffee or tea? What's your morning go-to cuppa? Uh, that's easy. Um, coffee. I can't even begin to function until I've had my first coffee of the morning. Do you only have one coffee a day? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I will drink coffee up until about two o'clock and then I stop. But between kind of when I wake up and until that time, it's coffee constantly. Free refills of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> what is your favourite food? Okay, uh, so that's a hard one. I love food. Um, however, those that know me will probably say anything involving peanut butter. Oh, yes. Do you like the Reese's chocolate? I do, anything. And if I'm having a really bad day, I'm known to get the jar of peanut butter out of the cupboard with a spoon and just sit there and eat it out of the jar. I love that. Are you a smooth or a crunchy peanut butter? Crunchy. Oh, girl, love that. (laughs) (laughs) And obviously, apart from the job that you're in now... What is your absolute dream job? Okay, so if I could do anything at all, it would be having my own kind of dog daycare centre, um, oh. kind of a rescue centre for dogs attached to it. I'm just dog mad. I love that. Like, I always end up looking on right move at houses that have like land where I can have my own little dog farm. Which obviously oh, I'd never be able to afford. <laughs> no, well, I'm known... Um, between my friends of being kind of the dog nanny so if anyone's going away at the weekend I have guest dogs come here and I never want to give them back oh I love that that's so (laughs) cool you should have your own little dog home boarding thing one day one day (laughs) (laughs) okay perfect so let's get into the good stuff I've got a few questions for Hannah that we're commonly asked by our followers on social media and on our website live chat. Are you ready for these questions? I am. Number one, can I have a lodger in my shared ownership home? So a lodger is classed as someone who lives uh, with you in your home. So they will share your living space. So that's like the kitchen or the bathroom or the living area. They should not have exclusive use of your home. So whilst many leases allow you to have a lodger, 
we do need to check each individual lease. So we're not against it, but we do ask that you come to us for permission so we can check your lease. Perfect. Can I rent my shared ownership home out if I temporarily relocate? So this one's a little bit different. Um, the shared ownership model um, doesn't really allow for subletting. It's just not allowed under the terms of a shared ownership lease. However, we are aware that in some cases there will be ex exceptional circumstances. So an example I can give you is that perhaps someone is in the army and they're being posted to an area that is just not a commutable distance for a temporary amount of time. In that instance, we may allow it. Um, and all I can really say is if you have a case like that, then please do contact us at the home ownership team and we can investigate that further for you. Oh, that makes sense. What sort of things do I need permission for in my shared ownership home, such as decorating, landscape and pets? Yeah, so all of the, the above, really, that you've just mentioned, um, with a few others. So as a shared owner, um, you do need to get permission for certain types of alterations or improvements. And this can be things like changing external doors and windows, or if you live in a flat, to change your front door. So extensions to your home, sometimes this can include loft conversions or conservatories. However, not all leases allow for, well, leases or build types allow for that, but we will check your leases individually. It can be for installing a new boiler or putting a new kitchen or bathroom in, installing satellite dishes, um, pets and some alterations to gardens. But if in doubt, just give us a call at the home, home ownership team and we'll guide you through the process. Okay, perfect. So obviously it's best to ask you guys, but things such as, I don't know, like changing carpet or just painting some walls, is that also best to come to you guys first or...? No, no. Obviously, as a homeowner, we really want people to make their home a home. So if they're anything like me, they will just continuously decorate. And when they finish <laughs> one, we move on to the next. So no, absolutely fine. People can decorate and lay new flooring. Perfect. What is the role of a home ownership or housing officer? Okay, so the role of a home ownership housing officer is to support the homeowner with any queries they may have or any lease queries they may have. That could include things like lease extensions or service charge inquiries. There may also be neighbourhood issues. Sometimes you may be in dispute with your next door neighbour. Um, there may be a ground maintenance issue and we really want to be there to offer support and guidance. Fab. Will a home ownership or housing officer visit my shared ownership home? You know how um, some people in a rental home, they may have like checks or anything. Does this happen on a shared ownership home? So checks, no, they don't happen. Of course, we will come in and visit you. If you'd like us to come in and, and visit you at your home and have a look around, see what you've done, we would love to. But we don't do tenancy checks if you like it's your home you're a homeowner however under the terms of the lease if we needed to get in as an emergency um, for example if you were in a shared ownership flat and you were on holiday and you had an escape of water so a water leak into the flat below um, that could be classed as an emergency and we we may be able to gain access then but you are the homeowner and we wouldn't come in unless you wanted us to great do I need to let you know if my partner moves into my shared ownership home? 
Yes, you do. Um, and just a reminder, really, that anyone that lives with you at your home, um, you're, you're responsible for, um, but you should let us know. And also, if you are in receipt of housing benefit or universal credit, then you should also make them aware as that could affect your claim. Yeah, that makes sense. What does the building's insurance cover and who pays for this? Okay. So as a shared owner, you pay through your service charges to ASTA for building insurance. And the only time that you will stop paying ASTA for building insurance through your service charges is when you become a freeholder. So this is when you own a house as a homeowner, as a shared owner, and you staircase out to 100%. ASTA, as the freeholder, has an obligation to make sure that your home is insured for the whole time you're a shared owner or a leaseholder. And it covers for items such as escape of water and storm damage. We do have a summary of cover, and we're more than happy to send that out to our shared owners. And if you would like to have a copy of that, please do contact us at the home ownership team, and, and we'll get a copy emailed across to you. Amazing. And your last question, what are thinking funds? Okay, so sinking <laughs> funds. So sinking funds, if you like, um, is an amount of money which is set aside by the homeowner to cover for any one-off works or, or major works in the future, which is needed on the property. So sinking funds are very common in leasehold properties, especially those people that live in flats. And the sinking fund will normally form part of the service charge that is payable by the shared owner. Um, it's really a savings account so that in five years time, if we have to do a one off piece of work, for example, we need to do some roof work on a block of shared ownership flats, then we aren't asking the shared owner at the time to pay a huge bill because we've been saving it over an amount of time. Perfect. That makes sense. That is all of your questions done. Thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast, Hannah. You've shared some invaluable information, which will really help our listeners who are either starting their shared ownership journey or those who currently live in a shared ownership home now. Thank you. If you're feeling inspired after listening to this podcast, we have some customer stories available for our listeners to see on our website. Just visit asta.co.uk forward slash life stories to watch our customer testimonials. And if any of our listeners have any other questions that they would like answered in regards to shared ownership, you can contact us through live chat on our website, asta.co.uk forward slash sales, through our social media channels, via email on homeownership at asta.co.uk or by phone on 01380-735-480. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. This Shared Ownership Thing podcast is brought to you by Asta Sales. Visit asta.co.uk forward slash sales for more information.